What's up? Welcome to the Musky Sports Blast, the Will Ford Show on the Orbit 90.7. The NFL Draft coming up this Thursday, round one. I'm really excited. I just created my first official mock draft for the 2020 NFL Draft, and that's what we're going to go through during this edition of the Musky Sports Blast. And it's extremely difficult because you have to know what different teams' needs are. You have to try and predict what players they might be interested in at certain positions, what trades could go down. It's extremely extremely difficult to try and predict, but this is my mock draft. This is what I think is going to happen. I've got quite a few trades. The quarterback situation is also very unique. I have uh, one quarterback falling pretty far in the draft, and we're, we're going to get into that right now here on the Muskie Sports Blast. So let's start off the number one overall pick in the 2020 NFL Draft. It's pretty simple. It's Joe Burrow, uh, the quarterback from Louisiana State University, the LSU Tigers, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion, put together the best season in college football history at the quarterback position. This is the move for Cincinnati. I don't think this, there's really any debate. I don't see them trading back. I don't see them being coerced or influenced to trade this pick. This is exactly who they want. It's a great story. Joe Burrow is a, a really good quarterback. I don't think he's the best quarterback in the draft, but certainly the best of the safest options. And I I, I would put Tua Tagovailoa at like a 1A, Joe Burrow at a 1B. I think Tua's talent is incredible. But when you look at the injuries, I totally get it. And if I were in a in a front office, Joe Burrow might be the way I would go. But Cincinnati's taking Joe Burrow, number one, the number two overall pick, the Washington Redskins. Uh, they have a young quarterback in Dwayne Haskins. They also traded for Kyle Allen, quarterback from the Carolina Panthers. So I don't think they're looking for QB here. I think they're going to have to go with something on the defensive side of the ball. And I think it's Chase Young, defensive end from Ohio State, the best player in this draft by far, without a doubt, 100%. And if Washington does draft Chase Young at number two, Washington will have the most first-round draft picks on a defense in the NFL. Their defense is going to be young. It's going to be very good with the collection of number one picks that they have, especially in their front seven. Number three, this is where it could get interesting because you could see the Miami Dolphins trade up from number five to go up and, and get a quarterback. You could see the Los Angeles Chargers do the same thing. Detroit has needs on the defensive line at the corner position. I don't think they're going to trade back. I think at this spot, I don't think they can afford to pass on Jeff Okuda. I think they're just going to stand pat. They're going to take Jeff Okuda, best cornerback in the draft, rarely ever penalized, extremely solid, rangy, great in man-to-man coverage, extremely physical. He's the best corner by far. And he's going to be the first of many corners taken in in my mock draft. At number four, the New York Giants, they've expressed interest in Justin Herbert, surprisingly, at the quarterback position. Not sure why, because Daniel Jones, I think, is a great foundational piece moving forward. And I understand there's a new coach, Joe Judge, uh, from New England. And usually whenever a new coach comes in, they they want their guy at quarterback. But I don't I don't see any legitimacy to this. I think Daniel Jones is the guy they want to move forward with. So I think they're going to get an offensive lineman to protect Daniel Jones, strengthen that offensive line, make it a little easier for Saquon Barkley to run the football, give Daniel Jones more time to throw. I think the pick is 
Jedrick or Jedrick Willis, I, I don't know how to pronounce the first name, but Jedrick Willis Jr., offensive tackle from Alabama. At number five, second quarterback is going to be taken off the board, Chua Tagovailoa from Alabama. It's interesting because a lot of teams are saying that Tua is not on their draft boards because of those injury concerns. For Miami, I think it's a bluff. I think it's so that teams don't feel threatened to trade up in front of Miami to go take him. If you remember, Tua, or excuse me, Miami did this once before with Drew Brees. They had the opportunity to take him. This was when Nick Saban was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins way back when. And Drew Brees didn't have a great physical, and they passed on him. And now look where we're at. 20 years in the league and a Super Bowl and one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He did suffer some injuries throughout the early years of his career, but fought through it and is now one of the best ever. So I don't think Miami's going to make the same mistake twice. I think they're going to take Tua. And if worse comes to worse, he's not ready to play. You have Ryan Fitzpatrick or Josh Rosen that you could have him sit behind for half a season, a season until he's healthy and ready to play. At number six, the Los Angeles Chargers need a quarterback, but head coach Anthony Lynn loves Tyrod Taylor, and they're more than willing to stand pat on Tyrod Taylor for a year and let him run the offense. I think that's what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to take a quarterback at this spot. I think they take an offensive lineman because their offensive line is getting a little older. It's deteriorating. They need an offensive tackle. Get Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. Number seven, the Carolina Panthers. Now, this would have been really interesting for Carolina had Jeff Okuda still been on the board. Say if Detroit traded back, then maybe Carolina in this spot can go get a corner like Okuda. But at number seven, I I think it's still too high potentially for them to take a corner. And so I think with Luke Keekley retiring in the offseason, they'll go out and get Isaiah Simmons linebacker from Clemson, a guy that can run sideline to sideline and really fill that hole in the middle of the defense and be a building block moving forward as they kind of restructure that defense. And I'll tell you what, that division, the NFC South is going to be really tough next year because you're going to have three teams that are sitting there, sitting there at the top, going to be very competitive at number eight. I think this is where we're going to see our first trade of the draft the Atlanta Falcons will trade up from number 18, or excuse me, the Atlanta Falcons will trade up from number 16 and take cornerback C.J. Henderson from Florida. Now, it kind of contradicts what I was saying about being too high, but I think Atlanta is desperate in this situation for a corner. They let go of Desmond Trufant, who has been injury riddled over his career, especially over the last three years. They need a corner and I think with the threat of the Jacksonville Jaguars they let go of AJ Boyway that uh, Boye they don't have Jalen Ramsey anymore they need a corner you look at uh, potentially the Las Vegas Raiders who need some help in their secondary the San Francisco 49ers potentially I think there's too many threats above Atlanta for them to not trade up and go get a corner so they're going to trade up with Arizona Go get C.J. Henderson from Florida. Number nine, now that Henderson's off the board, Jacksonville is going to plug a hole on their defensive line. They let go of Calais Campbell. And so that's a that's a huge, huge gap in the middle of that defensive front. Derek Brown, defensive lineman from Auburn, the best defensive lineman in the draft. 
and he's immediately going to plug up some space, and that's going to allow Josh Allen on the edge to flourish along with Yannick Ngakwe. Number 10, here comes our second trade. The Denver Broncos are going to trade up with the Cleveland Browns. So Cleveland will move back. Denver up to number 10. They need a wide receiver. Jerry Judy out of Alabama, arguably the best receiver in the draft. It's a toss-up between him and C.D. Lamb. I really like C.D. Lamb. like Jerry Judy as well. It's a toss-up, but I think Denver goes and gets Jerry Judy and pairs him up with Cortland Sutton, uh, Cortland Sutton excuse me, who had an outstanding breakout year last season. And it's another weapon for what should be their franchise quarterback moving forward in Drew Locke. At number 11, the New York Jets, they also need a wide receiver, but they also have one of the worst offensive lines in the National Football League. It's a bottom 10, maybe bottom 5 offensive line. I think they're going to go get offensive line just because of how deep the wide receiver position is in this year's draft. I think you can wait until the second round to, to go get a receiver. So to me in this spot, the Jets go offensive line. They get Tristan Wirfs, offensive lineman from Iowa. At number 12, the Las Vegas Raiders. They also need someone in the secondary, maybe at the safety position or a corner, uh, but also need a wide receiver for Derek Carr. There's not a lot of options out there on the outside for, for Carr. I think they go take the second receiver off the board, CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver from Oklahoma. And like I said, I think those two are interchangeable, CeeDee Lamb and, and Jerry Judy. That could be a coin flip. At number 13, the San Francisco 49ers. Honestly, I believe the 49ers should trade down. They they traded DeForest Buckner for this pick from the Indianapolis Colts, but I think they should trade down and get a bunch of mid-round picks, second, thirds, fourths. But I'm not sure if a trade's going to be really available at this spot. So at number 13, San Francisco stays. They need a defensive lineman to replace DeForest Buckner. Why not get Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina? I think it might be slightly a reach because a lot of mock drafts and a lot of experts and analysts have Kinlaw later in the first round, uh, you know, around maybe 20. But I think if no trade is available, this is where San Francisco goes. Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. And number 14, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers absolutely need to protect Tom Brady. There's no ifs, ands, buts. They have a decent offensive line. It's not bad, but. It can certainly be improved. Mekie Becton, offensive lineman from Louisville. You have to protect your 42. Your, you have to protect your 42-year-old quarterback. There's no question. They've got the weapons on offense. They've got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. They just re-signed Rob Gronkowski. That's also breaking news from yesterday. Or not re-signed, but uh, the New England Patriots traded Rob Gronkowski to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a couple of picks. So Rob Gronkowski's coming out of retirement. They have OJ Howard, Cameron Brait, Rob Gronkowski at tight end. They're likely going to trade one of those two, Brait or OJ Howard. But Brady's got a lot of weapons on offense. You just need an offensive line to protect him. Mackie Becton, Louisville. At number 15, the Cleveland Browns are going to trade back again. So this number 15 was originally Denver's pick. They traded up to number 10 to get Jerry Judy. And now Cleveland will trade back. And the Philadelphia Eagles will move up to 15. And they need a wide receiver desperately. Third best receiver on the board, I believe, is Henry Ruggs from Alabama. A speedster, can really fly. You pair him with Deshaun Jackson, that's going to be a nightmare of an offense uh, with the speed that they they have on the outside. And it's a great weapon for Carson Wentz. 
Number 16, the Arizona Cardinals trading back to this spot as the Atlanta Falcons moved up. And Arizona is another team with a very bad offensive line. They need some help for Kyler Murray. And they've they've acquired some guys over the last couple of seasons, but it just hasn't quite panned out yet. They need to draft another guy. And given the depth of the offensive line position, especially in this first round, I thought you know it made sense for them to trade back. You get an extra couple of picks, and you're still going to get a quality offensive lineman. Josh Jones from Houston is their move. Need someone to protect Kyler Murray and give him some more time to throw the football to newly acquired DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, and make that offense better. Those are the first 16 picks of my 2020 NFL mock draft. And when we come back after this break, we're going to go through the rest of the first round, picks 17 through 32. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Will Ford Show, the Muskie Sports Blast on the Orbit 90.7. Welcome back to the Muskie Sports Blast, the Will Ford Show on the Orbit 90.7. The 2020 NFL Draft will begin this Thursday with round one. And I can't tell you how excited I am. And right now we're going through my first round NFL mock draft. In the first 16 picks, we saw two quarterbacks go off the board, Joe Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa. Burrow to Cincinnati and Tagovailoa to the Miami Dolphins. And a little spoiler alert, I have two more quarterbacks to come, but I'm not going to tell you where they're going until we get to those picks. So buckle up your seatbelts. Let's hop back into my first official mock draft of the 2020 NFL Draft. Picks 17 through 32. Here we go. Number 17, the Dallas Cowboys. They have a glaring need in their secondary at the corner position. Also a slight need at safety, but they filled that in free agency with HaHa Clinton Dix from the Chicago Bears on a one-year deal. And so... The safety position is fine for the time being, at least for the next year. But they let go of Byron Jones in free agency. And so, I mean, Byron Jones is a top three, top five corner in football. Now the highest paid corner in football with the Miami Dolphins. Dallas needs someone at the corner position. And ideally, they would have loved if C.J. Henderson from Florida, would. they would ideally love for him to fall to them. That would be a steal at that spot at seventeen. But I think Atlanta's going to trade up and go get him. I think they're going to feel pressure to go get him with the threats that are behind. Dallas being one of those threats, although they were in front of Dallas. But Dallas needs a corner. I think they go get A.J. Terrell from Clemson. It's a pretty solid corner. Third best corner, I think, in this draft class. Needs someone opposite of Chidobia Wouzier to, to be in that secondary it's going to be a young secondary. Uh, it's going to be a young secondary, but I think AJ Terrell can can be a nice piece moving forward. At number eighteen, this is the Miami Dolphins' second pick of this draft. They have three in the first round. A lot to play with. Uh, this pick comes via the Pittsburgh Steelers after they traded away Minka Fitzpatrick to Pittsburgh, so they get this first round pick in return. Now, in this spot, Miami can go in several different directions. They need they could use another piece on the offensive line, but also a pass rusher. And I think at this spot, with how deep this first round and really round two is with offensive linemen, I think they'll wait 
on offensive linemen until later in the first round with their final first round pick and go get Kayla Von Chasson. I don't know if that's how you pronounce the name. It's I'm going to go with Kayla Von Chasson, defensive end from LSU, second best edge rusher in the draft. They need someone to go get the quarterback. This guy will get it done. And it's really going to help improve this defense. I think the Miami Dolphins really in the next year or two are going to be extremely, extremely good if, of course, they pick the players that I think they're going to pick and, you know, they go get a quarterback, improve the offensive line, their defense. They really spent some money on their defense and free agency. This team can be pretty good in a couple of years. At number 19, we're going to see the Las Vegas Raiders once again. This pick is via the Chicago Bears after the Khalil Mack trade from a couple seasons ago. The Raiders need some help in the secondary. Corner, safety, doesn't really matter. I mean, they have a glaring need at both positions. I think they'll go get Xavier McKinney, safety from Alabama. They just need somebody in the secondary to improve it. Their secondary has been probably the weakest part of their team for the last several seasons. And this is interesting too because John Gruden, I think, wants to move off of Derek Carr. And I still have Justin Herbert on my draft board here. He has not been taken off the board yet. Jordan Love is still on the board. You still have Jalen Hurts. Uh, it's it's very interesting. John Gruden, I think, likes Justin Herbert, but it's not a need. And I think Mike Mayock, general manager, will push him off of it and actually fill a need for the team instead of getting a new quarterback that you can market in Las Vegas. Because I think Derek Carr is fine. I think he's a good franchise quarterback. So Las Vegas, Xavier McKinney, safety from Alabama. At number 20, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they already went out and got a defensive lineman earlier in the first round at number nine, Derek Brown from Auburn. So they don't need another defensive lineman. If they did go defensive line, could go go out and get a guy like Ross Blacklock from TCU, but I, I just don't see them taking two defensive linemen. I think they need someone at the corner position. Uh, it's clear and obvious. They don't have Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey anymore. They let go of A.J. Boye. I think you go out and get Christian Fulton from LSU. At number 21, this is where the Cleveland Browns will finally make their first selection of the 2020 NFL Draft. This pick is via the Philadelphia Eagles. And Cleveland needs some offensive line help for Baker Mayfield. I think that's one of the main reasons why Baker Mayfield was so bad last year turning the football over is because he didn't have a lot of time to throw the football. And so they need an offensive lineman and as I continue to mention, the depth in the first round at the offensive line position, it's it's got some really good depth. And I think Cleveland can afford to trade back a couple a couple picks. They get a, a bunch of picks in return, and you're still going to get an offensive lineman, a guy who they like. It's not as high as maybe the top three or four offensive linemen, but it's still a very quality piece. And, you, and you're getting a, a collection of picks in return by trading back twice. Ezra Cleveland from Boise State, I think, is a guy that they like. And I think they're willing to trade back a handful of picks, still get an offensive lineman, and then you've got more to play with in the later rounds. And number 22, Minnesota, it's pretty interesting because they, they traded away Stephon Diggs. And so now they have Adam Thielen and may need an, another option at wide receiver, a second option. But they also let go of Xavier Rhodes at corner. They cut him. 
They need some help on defense in that secondary. I don't see them passing up on a corner here. I think receiver is deep enough for them to wait until the second round. Go get a corner at this spot. Jeff Gladney from TCU. Now, number 23, I'm excited about this one. If you're following along, looking at the NFL draft order, Justin Herbert is still on the board. And New England is at pick number 23. It's really interesting because they say they love Stidham and they want to move forward with Stidham. They also have Brian Horror as their backup. But I would, I think it would be very difficult for New England to sit there and see Justin Herbert fall to them at number 23, not even have to trade up to go get him, just fall to him, fall to them at 23. And Justin Herbert, he's got the measurables to play in New England. He's tall, he's got a very strong arm, and you need that in the cold weather, November, December, January. You need that strong arm to help you out and, and be able to move the football down the field. I, I think it would be very difficult for New England at this spot to pass on Justin Herbert. I, I think it would be incredibly difficult. And there's a lot of people in the league, assistant coaches, coaches, front office people who don't believe New England is going to go into the season with Jarrett Stidham as their starting quarterback and Brian Hoyer as their backup. A lot of people believe they're going to go and get a third a third quarterback whether that's signing someone in free agency like a Cam Newton, trading for an Andy Dalton, or getting Jameis Winston, or drafting someone. Justin Herbert's at this spot. I don't see New England passing him up. I I just don't see it. So I think New England does take Justin Herbert here from Oregon. But if for some reason they were to pass, this is like my safety pick. If they were to pass, because if anyone is able to do it, it's New England. They let go of Danny Shelton on the defensive line after this season. Ross Blacklock from TCU. That's my safe pick. But I think if Justin Herbert's there at 23, I don't think Belichick is going to pass that up, no matter how much he likes Stidham. Remember, Stidham was a uh, a sixth-round pick. So was Tom Brady, for that matter. But nobody knew Tom Brady was going to turn into what what he is now. And... The idea of lightning striking twice with a sixth-round quarterback, it's unlikely. Justin Herbert's a first-round talent. I, sh- I just don't know if Kraft and Belichick would be able to contain themselves at the thought of having Justin Herbert sitting there at number 23. I would take Justin Herbert. At number 24, the New Orleans Saints, they went out and got a wide receiver. They got Emmanuel Sanders. They got plenty of weapons on offense for Drew Brees. I think on defense, I think their biggest hole is linebacker. The only linebacker that I can think of they have on their defense is DeMario Davis, and he's old. So second best linebacker in the draft, I think, is Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. Go get him and fill a hole in the middle of your defense. At number 25, another trade. The Minnesota Vikings are going to trade back out of the first round, and the Chargers are going to come back in Chargers did not take a quarterback with their first pick in the first round, or their their number six pick in the first round. Took an offensive lineman. They're going to trade back in after seeing Justin Herbert go off the board and go get Jordan Love from Utah State. I'll leave it at that. That just sounds electric to me. Number 26, the Miami Dolphins, their third selection of the first round. Offensive lineman, uh, center Cesar, Ru- uh, Cesar Ruiz from Michigan. A good piece 
and one that's actually being projected maybe even the middle of the first round. I think if he's getting projections of mid-first round, getting him late in the first, I think it's a bargain, and it improves your offensive line. You get a pass rusher in the middle of the round, and then you get your quarterback at the beginning of the round. Those are three of the most important positions in the draft, offensive line, quarterback, edge rusher, and you're getting all three in the first round. That's incredible. Number 27, the Seattle Seahawks. They need help on the offensive line too. They need help on defense, especially at edge rusher. Edge rusher, I think, is really where they have to go because their defense, quite frankly, it's just not that good. They, they could be losing to Davion Clowney. I don't know. I think they got to go with a guy from Penn State, Yatur Gross Matos, defensive end, someone on the edge who can go get the quarterback. At number 28, the Baltimore Ravens. They got some holes on defense. Their secondary, I think, is fine. I think it's actually a pretty good secondary. They added Calais Campbell on the defensive front, so they need a linebacker, Patrick Queen, LSU. At number 29, the Tennessee Titans. They let go of Jack Conklin. Jack Conklin went to the Cleveland Browns. Their secondary is also a little weak. I think they need to replace what they lost on the offensive line, go get Austin Jackson from USC. And it'll be great for that run game. That run game is still going to be fine and Tennessee I think is still going to be a good team next year at number 30 the Green Bay Packers wide receiver they need a wide receiver to stretch the field for Aaron Rodgers Justin Jefferson I think is as good as receiver as any I think he's behind Ruggs CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy but Justin Jefferson had a heck of a run at the end of last season especially in the playoff Green Bay goes get goes and gets Justin Jefferson from LSU At number 31, the San Francisco 49ers. Again, potentially should trade back. But in this spot, I think they need some help in the secondary. Richard Sherman is getting older. He's had some injuries over the years. Trayvon Diggs from Alabama is the way they go. And finally, at number 32, the final pick of the first round, the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning Super Bowl champions, Jalen Johnson, cornerback from Utah. Their secondary has been one of the weaker parts of their team for as long as I can remember. They need some help at corner. Go get a corner. And that rounds out my first round mock draft for the 2020 NFL draft starting this Thursday. I think the Miami Dolphins are going to make the most selections in the first round with three. I think there will be four quarterbacks taken in the first round. Two attack of Iloa, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Jordan Love. And I think the position that will be taken the most will be offensive line with eight offensive linemen being taken. Like I said, the NFL draft starts this Thursday, round one, and then rounds two and three and four through seven will follow in the days after. Super excited. Can't wait. That'll do it for this edition of the Muskie Sports Blast on the Orbit 90.7. And enjoy the NFL draft this Thursday. Thanks for tuning in to the Muskie Sports Blast on the Orbit 90.7. 